Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Sorry for the uh, slow uptake there, but uh, somebody blew my paper down, and I had to fix it before I came on the air. That somebody happens to be the same guy that uh, we're doing this entire show for. It's kind of like a... Um, what, do they, what do they call those? Like a charity fundraiser? Intervention? Yeah, I was thinking intervention. It's kind actually. of an intervention. Yeah, we're trying to... Inter- yeah, it's an intervention, but it's almost more like he... This show's for Sky. Today's show, we're talking about distractions and mindfulness. Two things we've been struggling with with Sky for years now. And because of that, remember, I don't know if you remember, but Sky disappeared for a week. None of us knew. Even he didn't know where he was. Because of his lack of mindfulness. Today, we're fixing it, Sky. We're fixing you today. You, you say that every show, but I don't know if I've been fixed yet. Well, again... Because you keep having to make new shows to fix me. Yeah. Have you ever heard the, the phrase, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink? Oh. So welcome to the watering hole Kay. for Skyboy. So I'm not drinking the water. Apparently not. Well, if you I need had to water drink to drink, water. I would drink some water. Or if I had food to eat or even Skittles. Here we go again. And we've come full circle. Full circle. And you know what I've, I found out why? I just found out from my doctor something really interesting. Sugar. That's why at night you like sugar because your brain thrives on sugar. So when you need energy, the fastest, easiest sugar for your brain or food for your brain, sugar. So at night, that's why you crave something sweet just to get you through the night. Skyboy, his he needs brain food. This is his nighttime. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's because he's got all that hair sucking all of the minerals out of his that's head. Got to drain his energy. I mean, you think about it. Even farmers like plant other crops to like feed the soil, so they get more nutrients into the soil before they pull another crop out. Not Skyboy. You're saying got he that should hair coming out. He should grow day. some cornrows. <laughs> No. <laughs> Maybe sky. dreads. Sky bleach with it corn. or something. Yeah. No, That'd don't. Scary. Oh, will you bleach your hair for us? I'm actually wanting to get it cut in the next day or two. So if anyone out there cuts hair and wants to cut mine for free or for pay, I'm looking for free. Well, of course, but, you are. <laughs> but I will pay. Do you think someone would actually call in to cut your hair? <laughs> I mean, do you think that they actually think, "Whoa, I hope they let me cut his hair." I don't know. There might be some people out there. I've got cool hair. It's like all frizzy and red. And Hold on. Let's go back. <laughs> cool? Yeah. Yeah. I've actually had people. There was this one guy when so I lived in California. Your cool. He like, he came up to me and his hair was like dyed a weird color. And mm-hmm. he was like, he came up and he's like, that's the color I'm trying to get. I love your hair. How do you get that color? Birth. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird. <laughs> Hold it. So a really weird Haired, colored guy comes up to you. Yeah, his hair. His hair. hair. His hair naturally was black, and he had like these like blondish red Uh streaks. And he was like trying to change it or something. And he said, "That's it." He's like, "That's the color I want." Did he take a picture? No, he was just very excited to see (laughs) my hair. That it exists. It's possible. Um, it's really hard to get your hair any color other than black if your hair's black. So sorry, Bryce and Matt, you guys are kind of stuck with Matt's. What you is, have. Matt's doing good getting his gray. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think I'm doing better with gray than Matt. You're at not getting gray. No, at getting gray. I got some gray in Do there. Do you? No, it's there. Hey, um, if you look hard enough. That guy that came up to talk to you about your hair. 
He wasn't wearing a yellow outfit, was he, that said McDonald's on it with big <laughs> striped red and white shoes. Cause That's what I should have been for Halloween. <laughs> I wouldn't even need a wig. Ronald <laughs> just put it up. That would be awesome. <laughs> he didn't have a really big cheesy smile on his face, did he? He did not. Um, do you notice something? Can I just point something out? You can uh, out. We have been distracted for about five minutes talking about your hair. Yeah, but you brought it up. Did you I? were talking about, like, talking about sugar and like hair, like all the sugars going to my hair or something. Because you always bring up food. See, yeah, that? but you brought up drinking water. What? You said lead a horse no, to the water hole, but make the make the water drink the horse. Yeah, because we were talking about fixing you. Yeah, and I'm. Well, you, so that that is the very point of this show. You just distracted us. Like we just went. I was just taking your conversation and and taking it where I thought it should go. See, Bryce, this is the problem. When we have a show rundown and nobody gives one to Skyboy and he doesn't attend the meeting. So we have a show in our head and the only one in the room that doesn't know it is Skyboy. It's maddening. Don't bring up Madden or start talking football. Maddening to you says enjoyable A block to me. Yeah. Yeah. I actually... Enjoy not knowing where we're going. Don't get me wrong. I I enjoy an unplanned expedition just as much as the next person. But that's why we're doing this show because this show is about we're gonna we're gonna make the show better for sure. Maybe Merritt, this is just like a big intervention for Merritt. She's like, I'm doing all this work She's and you guys aren't doing it. You aren't doing it. Maybe Merritt's trying to tell all of you all, all y'all, something. <laughs> no, it's all y'alls. All y'alls. Something. You got to pluralize the plural. See, that's it. Merritt's trying to talk through the rundown to you guys, to all y'alls. She makes the rundown. I didn't even know where those came from. It's like magic. Well, it's not real magic. Well, it's the, the rundown stork shows up just about fifteen minutes before every show. Who would like a rundown? And it just in the little yeah. basket, it drops it off. Right? It's, and, does it surprise you that we actually plan this show, Sky? Like we actually talk it through, we work it through, we massage it. It does because you came in earlier today probably about five minutes before the show started. And you said, what are we talking about today? I knew what we were talking about. I've been thinking about it. But you do this for, every day. I know, but I, I think about it all week. I mean, all day. I think about it. Then I just all, have to- All five minutes before the well, show starts no, after you know Bryce why? tells you what the show's about. It's a test. I'm trying to see if these guys know. Oh, okay. And Bryce and also, knows. Another point I'd like to point out. Okay. During our Don't show today, anyway. at some point, Bryce and Hannah and Meredith, <laughs> if she comes, will go out into that hallway and they'll plan tomorrow's show- while you're still doing today's show. That's how it's been going lately. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you're even doing much of the planning now. No, but I am. Because you know why? So before you point fingers. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know why? I, I am planning. Because I don't know if you've noticed this. In the end, I'm here through the whole show. So nothing goes over the air that I'm not watching. Unlike you, who occasionally- 85% of the time, <laughs> what goes over the air, you're not even watching or paying attention to. And you're in charge of that. No, no, no. I- Do you remember this all started last week <laughs> when we were sitting there doing a show and a, a young lady walked in. This was not last week. I wasn't here last week. <laughs> no, it was yet Monday. Monday. And a fine young worker from BYU Radio walked in. And she had a question for me. Uh-huh. She was coming in. I had to go to class. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> You got majorly distracted. Yeah, because she was asking me a question. This guy. And you don't know this because when you left, then B-Dog came in 
And distracted her. And distracted her. There we go. That's why we're doing a show on distractions and mindfulness. Because we have all humans have got to learn. So if a colleague asks you a question, but you're doing another task, you should just ignore them. If you're doing a task that I'm about to call you on, yes. Because that embarrassed you. <laughs> you remember? Because I like, hey, so Sky. I think it embarrassed her more. I think, I don't know. We if talked she, about it after. I don't know if she, she says, knew that you Sky were joking. doesn't pay attention. <laughs> I'm constantly embarrassed to be human. So it's a human problem, right? It's not just Sky's problem. Uh, yeah. I mean, the hair is a problem, but this is not about his hair. That's not what we're fixing this time. No, that may not ever Some be people like this hair. Some people actually do. Well, of course. If you want a list, girls, I've got a list Some girls people. told me the other day I should not cut it because they like it. Do they? Yeah. I, I, I'm still going to cut it. Were they touching your hair when they said that? No. Do you have? Do you, you normally touch well, people's hair? Well, that would be a sign. Oh, I like your hair, Hannah. Let me just run my fingers through it. That'd is that would be really it? awkward. Exactly. Well, no. <laughs> so, see, I guess, I guess my point is if girls liked your hair, you would have girls touching. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. And your hair. And I don't see that happening either. Okay. Touche. <sighs> It's kind of hard to know where to go now. Distraction. I'm so distracted. Uh, but technology distracts us. Texting distracts us. You guys, I can text and drive. I can text and operate machinery. If you I can, can text take naps and do and surgery. Drive, yeah. <laughs> I can text and shower. Take that. Oh my. Really? Where do you put your phone? In no, a bag? I, I actually lied. Uh, no, I don't do that. Have you guys ever had autocorrect come back and like bite you? You're not paying attention while you're texting oh, someone yeah. and then you text something or the wrong person. Yep. I've had a... I've, Isn't that great? Oh, it's terrible. It's you say like that, yeah. a little heart attack. I, I turn off unnecessary features on my devices. So I've actually never had autocorrect mess me up. You've turned off autocorrect? Yes. How do you do that? <laughs> it's mind blowing. You you don't have to have a you don't have to have the phone correct you. Well, it's there in case. Okay, can but... I just point something out? You're gonna never know how to handle your wife when you're married. <laughs> you will be clueless. You okay. won't know how to take a correction. It's gonna kill you. Okay. I was excited to see how that connected. <laughs> and I was not disappointed. That was good. That just came right in my mind. I just like, hey, say that. Say that. Say it. Say it. And I said it. It's uh, hilarious. I'm guessing that that occurs with everything that you say. <clears throat> I don't. Do you ever think before you talk? Like, not in a bad way. <laughs> Is he talking? <laughs> Is he still talking? <laughs> Goodness. Are you oh, still talking? Oh, you guys talking? are so mean to each other. <laughs> You know, Sky, I, I kind of no, miss you, you not being not, a young not ambassador. A <laughs> You've said that yourself. You just, you just, you're a talker. Huh? You're a talker. <laughs> what is he saying? I just hear his mouth move. Oh, I guess I see his mouth move. Um, are you distracting us again? No. no, no. Okay. We're, yeah. we're, <laughs> we're talking about texting. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about texting. Talk about it's texting. Some... You know what? Get him, Bryce, <laughs> get him a rundown. Get that man a rundown. So he knows where we're trying to take the show and get some tape, get some duct tape and tape up those man, that man and that big gap under his nose. No. Yeah. Why don't you bring it up? What is our next thing to talk about, Skylar? Are we done with texting? No, nope. well, I don't know. I, so once we're done with texting, then come to me and I'll okay. let you know the okay. next okay. topic. That That's fine. <laughs> Let's do the whole show. First of all, are you going to be here the whole show? I will be here the whole okay. show. Let's do the whole show with Sky like leading the segues. <laughs> okay. 
This will be great. So, this will make great radio. This cannot end horribly. No way. This, Look at what's the worst thing that can happen. Impossible. Poor listeners. <laughs> How are we ever going to get a listener to listen for more than a minute with these interruptions? Let's just make that minute worth it. Let's make it a good minute. Okay. What's up, Hannah Montana? So there was a study done about texting, seeing if it could stress you out. And to me, a lot of this stuff seems like super no-brainer. Like it says if your um, text messages are – they can be really easily misunderstood. Yeah. And that can stress you out. And it's like, well, duh. My wife just says, what? That's all she says. When I – because I dictate mine. I use the audio function. What's it called? The vo- – the voice, te- voice. Voice diction. Diction. Is that what it's called? I think so. That's Siri? No. Is that what we're talking about? No, we're not. Okay. He interrupted again. I, I thought it was on topic. I'm sorry. I apologize. Nope. Just stick to the task. Um, anyway, so it, mine gets garbled a lot. Another point, turn off the radio when you're dictating <laughs> on your phone. Because my my wife's like, I said, so are we going to meet at Rock 103.5? She's like, yeah. where's Rock 103.5? Well, my mom's the same way, except for she doesn't – because she just doesn't know how to text. She texted me the other day. She's helping me organize a concert. And she said, can we post the Concast Porter in the clog? <laughs> and wow. then she said, I foot know how to fix the spelling. Is your mom Okay. Yep, but I just like I, does, I had no idea. How does she have that. thumbs? Does your mom have thumbs? <laughs> yeah, she has okay. thumbs. <laughs> All right. Well, who hasn't done that? Who does? I do that. Every it's just day. like totally unintelligible. It's like, yeah. what are you trying to say? Just out of curiosity. See, I think the problem is technology. Now we're using it, so it's constantly distracting us. What yeah, would you I'll... say, Sky? I would say we have finished the texting <laughs> item on our agenda. I'm going to just check that off. And we are now on. That was a pretty good segue. To which situations are you most distracted in? Oh, my heavens. <laughs> Have you ever heard a less natural segue than that? That was like, honestly. Are you serious? Can you ne- – okay. I like your helping. I mean, I like your awake. But you got a segue. Hey, like, you're getting distracted again. We have two more items to I, go. How could you we not? Have two more items that on was the like clumpy. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make it smooth. Okay. Oh, I was okay. Just, we we're just going from. We got. Right. We got hey, a minute left. That's a great to go question. Two topics. Hey, that's a great question. Uh, so, <laughs> which situations are you most distracted in? Great questions, guy. What do you say, Bryce? Uh, you, if you start me cooking, I will not pay attention to anything else that's going on. You, you like disappear. Oh, it's the best. Interesting. Uh, Hannah, do you have anything like that? I just never pay attention to anything. My attention is always divided, so I don't think there's anything I actually pay attention to. Dancing for me. If I start dancing, I lose myself. I get distracted while I'm eating. <laughs> and that's why I snack too much. Hey, and that hey, there's another point. Uh, those that don't know, those that aren't following along at home on the rundown, uh, <laughs> Skyboy actually just segued us into the next topic, which is distracted eating. Because if you distractedly – just that's not even a word. If you eat food while you're distracted, you eat more and you really? don't eat as quality food. There's a Cheez-It box graveyard that can attest to that fact. Oh, that yep. just made my heart race. Like that make – that's not good. Actually, raise it out of your chest. Yeah, you like, have a problem, Matt. You should really go to the doctor. Like, don't go near him. <laughs> You will die. I guess the point, <laughs> the point of all of this, and again, we're trying to we're trying to just show you how easy it is 
for one person to distract everyone. Did we get through all the items on the list? Not really. <laughs> I, we checked them all off, apparently. You did. Um, we probably left texting 30% completed. Which situations? Two people got to that one. There's a reason this is called the Matt Townsend Show. And it's not Skyboy Show. Because Sky, you're too distracting. I think I would just get through the topic quicker than you would. You, you have to talk too much and fluff everything up. My show would be 10 minutes long, yep. and we would have gone through this whole rundown. Yeah. The dilemma <laughs> you'd face is it's a two-hour show. Yeah, well, mine would be a 10-minute show. Okay. There you have it. Yours, you'd be what we call a commercial break. <laughs> All right. Would it be an infomercial at that point? It might be an info, except his would actually lack info. Uh, mm-hmm. So it'd be a, it would be a foeless in anti-info <laughs> it'd be an infoless commercial. Oh, so it would be like TV. Ah, that's why we do radio. Okay, well, that was fun. Um, uh, Sky, just keep your eye on that rundown. Got it right here. I'm a little afraid because uh, <laughs> now you have to keep your eye on the board and the rundown. Hmm. That's not going to go well, I'm sure. When we come back, we're going to have a little bit of a rantification. Our own BT. Bryce Tobin's going to enlighten us with, uh, you know, what makes him effective as a human being. Today we're talking mindfulness. Losing the distractions of your life. Those that you can. This is the Matt Townsend Show right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Hey, today we're talking mindfulness, how to keep your mind on things. Uh, today's the first time in the history of the show, I think we've run about a year and a half, that we've actually invited Skyboy to have a rundown. A rundown is a piece of paper we use to know what comes next in the like show. I feel like it's a big promotion. It's a huge I've promotion. I've never had one of these before. A lot of, well, it's a big deal because a lot of board operators actually know what's going to happen next in the show, therefore they're prepared. We have neglected that. Apparently, it was our fault. I mean, a lot of board ops like want to know. So uh, what's coming up next, Guy? Next on the item of agenda, we've got a rant by Bryce. Great and- setup, as usual. <laughs> so Bryce... Uh, well, there's more. Oh, you got more. Yeah. Um, Bryce is ranting about when he's actually effective. Look, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I'm about to rant. This is the Bryce's right. Anyone else have trouble getting any work done during certain hours of the workday? Here's the pattern. If I show up before 11 a.m., there's this undisturbed peace that settled over the offices and studios. I can move from my desk and then go to a microphone and then back to my desk without interference. But between 11 and 2 during the day, I can't get a dang thing done. Now, it isn't really a problem, but it does bother me when I have a deadline. Here's how the story goes. Around 11, everyone else shows up to work. While I'm trying to write, the printer behind me will decide not to function, which somehow requires six people to stand around and look at it in order for it to resume functioning. Then one of the new employees will have a question about something. I understand why this happens, and I don't mind helping, but it's an interruption which is bothersome regardless. Then as I'm walking around, I'll get snagged by the PR people wanting me to record some promos. This isn't a lot of work. They do most of it, but I still have to stop what I'm doing. Then I go record for about two minutes, and then I bring it back to them and see if they want me to do something different. This process could repeat itself any number of times. 
Also, all the interesting things on the internet get posted around this time of day. Now, I'm a grizzled internet veteran. I've seen all the interesting things about two days before the rest of you have. But everyone else at work asks, Hey, have you seen this? Wasn't it funny when this happened? <laughs> Indeed, it was funny, but it's old news to me and I have a show to get ready for. Sorry. The worst part for me is the discussions that happen in the office, especially the nerdy ones. All someone has to do is mention George Lucas, and I'll stand up, walk over to the conversation, and just wait for my moment to drop my thoughts on the matter. Sometimes I can go for 20 to 30 minutes before realizing that my deadlines are still very real. Then I gotta fit lunch in there somehow, and because I don't have my own office, I have to go somewhere else to eat it. I could eat it at my desk, but that'd be mocking the rest of my coworkers who aren't eating lunch at the moment. I won't be that guy. There's just so many distractions that aren't bad in their own right. It's just exhausting to have to get back in the zone so many times in an hour. My inescapable reality makes any degree of mindfulness rather difficult at work. So I know what I'm going to do. I'm no longer going to work from 11 to 2 during the day. Because after 5, that peace from the morning once again settles down upon the office and productivity can commence. I can just work then. All right, I'm out. And remember, don't forget to be awesome. Fascinating. So what we're going to now have um, Sky do is Sky's going to tell us. So Sky, you'll now segue back to him. So what did you learn in that? And just toss it to B Dog. I learned that you get distracted, honestly, because you, you, you weren't paying attention Not to anything Bryce said during his rant. Oh, was that a rant? <laughs> of that course, was, I that was. was a very good rant. Where am I? Um, okay, that's not how you toss it, <laughs> Bryce. That was. That was so, one of your best rants ever. So when do you guys not get anything done because of other people during the day? Uh, usually anytime between 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock Eastern time during the Matt Townsend show. Oh, I see what you did there. find it hard to focus at all okay. because of some people around me. How about you, Bryce? Oh, um, yours was during the show earlier today. Earlier today. 11 to 2. Spot. I was listening. 11, was 11 to, to 2. This is dead spot. Yeah. It's true that people... Uh, Make it harder on you. They could also make it easier. They well, they could. They could do all my work for me, and then I could just but focus on whatever. That, but that's why I think you need an assistant. No, I, could I get like three? Could I get two assistants and an intern? Wow, someone's greedy. I mean, we don't have to pay the interns. Well, but you see, you'd still have to run them. You still have to run an intern and tell them what to do. Yeah, but so sometimes they just look at you like, so now what? And, and if you're not organized, then the problem really. Well, no, no. Well, that's why you have interns. You blame them. They're they're disposable. Okay. Well, maybe that's why you have people around you that are so they don't buy your system because they they're all disposable. Maybe it's good that I, I'm not surrounded by people who are enabling me to. Yeah. Uh, you know, not be an adult. See, someday you're going to run into a problem where it's you find out it's you. <clears throat> it's all you. And that's why I'm single. Well, that too. No, you'll find out like everything is you in the end. Like your big problems, it's because you haven't dealt with them. Your big distractions, it's because Skyboy's here and you let him not know the rundown. Stuff like that. He's never wanted to know before this point. <laughs> no, no, no. I, uh, I like what you said with, like, really it's I'm allowing, in a lot of ways I'm allowing myself to be. Yeah. Or you haven't created a better system for you. Exactly. What about this? The other day I was writing a paper on philosophy. You have my condolences? I, you were a philosopher, okay. I love writing philosophy papers. Philosophy. And my <clears throat> roommate was in the kitchen just, like, eating 
random food, Lunchables. drinking, just like pacing back and forth. And the kitchen's like right next to where I was studying in the living room. It's like they're kind of connected. And he wouldn't stop. He did this forever. <laughs> was it nervous he, eating? He would not stop. Well, it was loud. Eating? It was loud eating, loud drinking. And he wasn't even doing anything. He like he could have taken it to a table. He could have taken it to his room. He was just standing there, like watching me. And like <laughs> I was like in my mind, I'm just like, can you please stop eating your food and drinking your beverages so loudly and staring at me? I'm trying to write a philosophy paper right now. <laughs> it's due in a little bit. How do you get rid of distractions like that? Easy. Go to your own room. <clears throat> yeah. See, that's what you should. You don't in come my home. own room. I've got a TV in there, and I've got my bed. And when I lay on my bed, I fall asleep, or I want to turn on the TV. Well, I was at the guitars. Stay at the library guitars. to write your papers. No, no, no. At the library, there's girls Hold on. that walk by, and you're like, oh, should I ask Okay, so out? what this tells us is you're easily <clears throat> distracted. I'm very This is distracted. why we have our guest on, to help you figure out it's not your roommate's chewing his cud. It's not that. And it's not the girls walking by your corral at the library. Is that what they call it? Carol. Can I just point out we got through the B on the rundown? The B part, the B section? Okay. We got yeah, through the rant. The B walk. We're going. We're yeah. getting through this rundown. Anyway. Checking them off. Coming up next, <laughs> we're going to see if Sky can stick to the task the entire show. Pretty sure we'll probably lose him by about the F block. Two blocks done. And when we come back, Dr. Joseph Cardillo is going to be joining us. Best-selling author. He's going to teach us how to keep our head in the game. This is the Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we're talking distractions, and during the break we were talking about things that were distracting us. And yes, Sky got distracted. He brought up the wrong music. Hey, that's all right. We've got a pro in the room now. Actually, actually not in the room, but on the show, who's going to be helping us. Dr. Joseph Cardillo is joining us, and uh, Dr. Cardillo is a best-selling author in the field of health, mind, body, spirit, and psychology. He's an expert in attention training and creative thinking. Over the years, he's taught more than 20,000 students in a variety of college, university, and institute settings. He's the author of The Five Seasons, Tap Into Nature's Secret for Health, Happiness, and Harmony. Uh, Dr. Cardillo, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It, uh, this is such a – this to me seems like one of those universal life principles that every human being needs to get better at, this concept of mindfulness, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's everything. It, you know, it, it helps us do everything at every level. <laughs> and we, yeah, and yet we take it for granted. I think we just assume, yeah, I'm mindful. But then are, we forget things, we, or we aren't even present when we're doing important things like, I don't know, driving a car 30, 75 <laughs> miles an hour. But w- what is it about us that makes our mind, it seems so far from so many of us, yet it's such a center, it's the point, it's the, it's the leader. Well, uh, you know, uh, without, without some kind of training, it's, it's very easy to distract anybody. Uh, so you, you have to you have to literally train your mind uh, to stay focused. It's not something that's going to happen. I mean, you, you'll get a certain amount of focus naturally, but at that level, uh, anybody can steal your attention. You know, in a second. I uh, just had a massage. I don't get those very often. 
And uh, the person doing my massage said, you are kind of uh, – you're, you're kind of – how did she say it? She's like about my energy. But like your energy turns on and off a lot. And in my head, I'm like, you know, that's so funny because it's the same thing that happens in my head. But my head turns on and off, on and off, on and off, or just distraction, distraction, distraction. I guess she was alluding to my mindfulness. Is that what she was getting to? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Something was going on, and she was getting a bad vibe. But you see, I think, you know, that, that's a really good place to start, because so many people say, well, you know, that's me. And, and really, really, that's all of us. Yeah. Uh, because one of the, one of the, um, one of the, one of the more Im- impressive pieces of data uh, regarding the way we pay attention uh, is that for every second... Every second, we have 11 million bits of information mm. pouring through our mind, you know, a, a staggering amount. Yeah. Uh, and the ama- a, more, a more amazing piece of data than that even is that we can only, at full attention, pay attention to 40 bits. So out of that 11 million pieces of data pouring through our mind, some of it or a lot of it affecting us in important ways, we can only really pay attention to 40%, uh, not 40%, excuse me, to 40 bits. So we have 11 million bits streaming in, 40 bits is what we're, a second is actually what we can focus on or retain. And that's at maximum attention, which none of us have. (laughs) Wow. So some are like pulling 20 bits, 20 bits a second. Right. And so, you know, for, for some people, you know, when I, when I mention that uh, to people, uh, you know, the, the first question is, well, wow, you know, yeah. <laughs> what are we supposed to do about that? But when you take the average lifetime and just figure out how many hours are going to be, you know, might possibly be within that, and then just uh, figure, you know, do the mathematics on that, you know, allowing yourself time to sleep and just look at how much 40 bits is, that's an awful lot of choice that we have. Uh. And that's an awful lot that we can do with our lives if yeah. we're paying attention. If we're not, then basically what we're doing is we're just kind of we're kind of uh, putting our money on our automatic pilot. Mm. And then if it's not trained, trained, right. you know, athletes train uh, themselves to be on automatic pilot. So they're they're automatically training to pay attention to those important bits that they need to respond the way they know they need to respond. But the rest of us, you know, unless we're trained uh, and we're on automatic pilot, when our automatic pilot is getting us what we want and not getting us in trouble, yeah. uh, that's great. Yeah. But when our automatic pilot uh, isn't doing that, that means fast trouble for most of us. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, well, yeah. What imagine what we would gain if we just could increase to sixty bits of data a second? <laughs> I yeah. mean, literally, there's so much stuff we're missing. So mindfulness is is, I guess, the um, the 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 tool or the process we're talking about. Explain to us. Define mindful. Mindfulness. Okay. Okay. So right now, mindfulness is is. Is, has become a rage in, yeah. in modern medicine. Now, the mo- the most popular definition of mindfulness would is to is to be paying attention, or to you know the one the one that I hear over and over again is be present. Yeah, that's that's the most popular definition. But then the most popular question is, well, how do you do that? Right. And and so I, you know I've come up with a with a, another definition of mindfulness that I think is a little more specific, and that is. If you want to become more mindful, if you want to increase how you're taking a look at that information to 
to pull out that 40 bits, uh, then, then look at mindfulness this way. Consider yourself paying attention to how you're paying attention. Hmm. So how am I paying attention? If you do that for a while, just like an exercise that's intended to train the mind, pay attention to how you're paying attention, then you'll clearly see what you need to do to improve it. Because you'll start to see what's taking your attention away. Yeah. First of all, is it an external thing? You know, is it my environment? Is it the sound of my sounds in my environment? What are what what is it that's stealing my attention externally? Or it might be an internal thing, huh. like a recurring thought and that sort of thing. So you'll start if you pay attention to how you're paying attention. Funny as that might sound. No, that sounds you'll brilliant. Start to see what's taking your attention away and then even if you deal with one of those things you've now increased your ability to pay attention yeah it seems like um that that's kind of an elevation of being is i guess when you start noticing how you're thinking noticing what or what is distracting um it seems like you're all of a sudden you're going to start getting some answers i just think of some person that's just they just have really low energy and all of a sudden, they don't have the energy to focus after 7 p.m. Well, so then all of a sudden, I sit there and I think, really? Like, okay, how do you fix that? But I guess that's the way you fix it is you pay attention to when and how you pay attention. Yeah, and, and you, know, the idea, you know, the idea that you don't have enough energy, uh, I mean, there's some truth to that because the optimal mindset for, for attentiveness or for good focus the optimum mindset really isn't optimally energized. Huh. It isn't that because if you're, I mean, think about it. If you're optimally energized, you're going to really become anxious. Right. You're going to have, and there's some things that we do, like when we're feeling really, you know, on top of the world, and you know, you know, our, we're we're running high. There are things we shouldn't do then. Right. 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 <laughs> because we don't do them well. So, so it, how much energy really depends on what it is that you're trying to do, and, and you also need a certain sense of calm. So you, it can't be all about, you know, I'm just going to get myself as energized as right. possible. There also has to be in that equation a sense of calm. So the, the perfect balance is if you were any more mellow, you couldn't do the job. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you were any more excited, you couldn't do the job either. So you're right at that somewhere in between, huh? Yes. Yes, you're not catatonic, but nearly, and you're not you're not bouncing off the walls. You're somewhere in between. You're somewhere in between. Is that and is that different? I guess that's different for every human. And yes, and different for every task. You know, you know, and, and on certain days, and that's why if you know if you know what's taking your attention away, you can start to yeah. you can start to you can start to inhibit that or just turn it off. Do you think it's? I mean, it's, a lot of people like you know basically blame society, our current you know movement, technology. Do you sense that it's is it stealing our mindfulness? Is it stealing? our focus to do this? Did people used to be more mindful than they are today? Uh, I, I think that, that our, our mental, our mental uh, 
hardware and software is the same. So I, you yeah. know, I don't think that, you know, I, I had a friend, I, I had a friend who used to say, well, you know, if we're going to say a thing like that, then we could say it about every society since Socrates. Right. You know what I used to, I used to think that was, that was kind of funny, but, and, and true, you know, but, yeah. you know, on the other hand, I mean, I, I mean, all of us with children know that, that, you know, that, the, all this technology that that we have today that that and and every day we seem to have more is a distraction sure because it and it's a distraction because it becomes addicting yep and 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 of course anything that you're addicted to steals your focus and not only that but you know has withdrawal and you know I was reading the other day uh, you know, some, some very good research that was equating the withdrawal, you know, uh-huh. uh, and the addiction to, uh, to, to uh, some, like, te- technological devices uh, as, as powerful as an addiction to a drug. Oh, yeah. Don't you, I believe that, don't you? Like it's, oh, absolutely. And if you look at your kids, they even act like they're high. Well, yeah, one of the researches that we did was, uh, was you know, on, on addiction, when we were trying to understand addiction a little bit better, was, you know, what, what are some of the early signs? And, you know, when you start to give up your basic needs, for example, yeah, I, don't need know, to eat. I, I, I ought to be having dinner, uh, but instead I'm going to go, you know, and get a, you know, and, and get a fix. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, technology can do the same thing. You know, other, there's other forms of addiction, too, not just technology. You know, and, and on the other hand, I'll tell you something interesting. I'll tell you how just just how uh, um, much technology can affect te- uh, one's attention. A lot of people uh, who have children who have been diagnosed as ADHD, uh-huh. one of the most common things that I've heard, uh, especially recently, uh, is, well, gee, you know, my child can't possibly have ADHD. You should see him or her working on the computer at home. Yeah. Ah, uh-huh. but working on the computer at home is releasing some of the same brain chemicals Hmm. As as an addiction would. Yeah, right. And so those those chemicals are addicting uh, the child, and therefore the child certainly is paying attention. It's working just like a drug. That's amazing. So uh, that the, yeah. uh, the computer is masking the ADHD. Yeah, isn't it interesting? It's uh, it's taken over today, folks. We're talking about mindfulness. We've got the great Dr. Joseph Cardillo on the on the phone with us here. He's teaching us. He's the author of the book, The Five Seasons, Tap Into Nature's Secrets for Health, Happiness, and Harmony. He's uh, done it all. You can go to his website, josephcardillo.com, and uh, and learn more about, check out his blog, and, and get more information there. We're going to come back with him, and he's going to teach us more about mindfulness, how it impacts our health, and we're going to get into some spe- specific ways we can uh, you know, push our mindfulness up a bit. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be right back right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we're talking about mindfulness. How do you keep your head about you? How do you stay in the game? Our own Skyboy just crossed off another segment. He's trying to keep track of today's rundown. We're testing his mindfulness. We've only had to remind him 14 times. First three segments of the show. So, hey, he's doing really great. 
Today on the phone joining us is Dr. Joseph Cardillo. Dr. Cardillo is a uh, he received the prestigious 2011 SUNY Chancellor's Award for scholarly research and creativity. He uh, he's an academic. He's taught more than 20,000 students in various colleges, universities and institutes. He's the author of the best-selling book The Five Seasons: Tap into Nature's Secrets for Health, Happiness and Harmony. And he's a research associate at Mind Body Medical University and holds a doctorate in holistic psychology. Dr. Cardillo, thanks for joining us again. Thanks again. So mindfulness is basically, you know, people say being able to pay attention, but you say paying attention to how you are paying attention. Mm-hmm. If you can focus on how you pay attention, you're starting to become mindful. You're in the process of mindfulness. Absolutely. It's the first step. Okay. Now, what? there's obvious benefits to it. I mean, it just seems like, A, you're less likely to die if you're <laughs> mindful. But B, it seems like you're, you're going to get other benefits that might not be so obvious. What are some of the great benefits to our health, to our life, to our happiness of being present? Well, the first thing is, is that, you, I mean, we're going to be seen more clearly rather than more on automatic pilot yeah. uh, that has been chosen uh, not necessarily by our own uh, best self-awareness. Uh, so, uh, you know, if we begin with that idea... That's huge. Uh, yeah, and, you know, mindfulness, if, if we're happy, if we're moving in the direction that we want to be moving in, uh, then we, we, will, we, we will be healthier... I mean, we already know uh, all kinds of research supports that that happy, positive individuals um, are healthier. Uh, Even medications uh, work quicker. When we get sick, we recuperate quicker Hmm. from sickness and surgeries and so on. And, And as I said, even the medications that we take work more effectively when we're happy and when when we're positive in thought. And, you know, we can we can make ourselves momentarily happy, right. but that kind of stuff doesn't last. It's no. the kind of thing like, well, you know, if I if I if I win a if I if I win a, a trophy today, you know, it'll make me happy, and it sure does. But that that kind of thing will wear off. The the surge that we feel will wear off. It'll feel differently, you know, a year yeah. from now. Well, it seems like you're if if I'm actually seeing life more clearly. Um, I would probably end up treating my instead of being on autopilot. I would treat my family differently, and I would I'd have more moments daily that would be um, that would induce more happiness or induce more good feelings. Even how I would go to a restaurant if I was present versus autopilot is going to be. I will eat differently. I'll eat. I mean, it just it's it, to me. It seems to add color to my life when I'm actually present. It's like and, everything's and, in color versus gray. Yeah. You know, and in everything that we do, uh, because we sort of have one eye on, on our, our deepest self, what we want that coincides uh, with our deep desires, uh, what we want that coincides with our real values mm-hmm. uh, and, and the values that make us shine. Um, and so we're, we're aware of those as, as we're in the moment. And so we're choosing better. And as we choose better, 
you know, we perform better. Yeah. And as we perform better, and then all that stuff kind of snowballs into a happier individual, and then, and then we, we're healthier, we're performing better, we get rewarded for, we get rewarded for who we are and for who our real, uh, and for what our, our real values are. Mm. And so we feel even better because we're, we're, we're being appreciated yeah. for that deep sense, and it's a very satisfying you, uh, way to go. You alluded to that. You alluded earlier that it's almost like there's two levels. I guess there's two consciousness. Where's consciousnesses? I don't know how you say that yes. plural. <laughs> that we're using. One is kind of the low level survival subconscious. I guess that's just there yeah. to keep you from being killed. It seems like. And yeah. then there's this higher one that has this higher internal purpose. And that's what you're saying we've got to make sure we're tuning into is that higher state of consciousness versus survival mentality. Yeah, you know, there are parts of the way the mind works that just make it kind of like a, uh, you know, a fast operating uh, miser in a way. And and it'll just go and do whatever's quickest, most efficient, cutting whatever corners it has to cut to get that done. And that's that basic drive that we have. But in the meantime, you know, there may be something going on inside us that's more important uh, that that would really uh, make us more satisfied. And we might miss it mm. if we're not mindful. That's that's the risk. So what are what are some ways that we can become more mindful? Like, how do we actually? What what are the things that get in the way that maybe take it out of us? What are the things that help us truly be able to focus on our own mindfulness? Well, you know, one of the things uh, one of the things that that uh, uh, that we can do uh, is. You know, as we're paying attention, there are, there are usually uh, some likely uh, culprits. Um, so if we want to increase the way we pay attention, yeah. let's say, um, I've, got a little, uh, I've got a little exercise uh, listeners can try. So if they're anywhere near uh, something that can either record what I'm about to say okay. <laughs> or write it down, go right ahead and write this down. Uh, because this is this is just a great little drill that you can use, okay. and and it's very easy. All you have to do is pick anything in your environment. I like to go outside, but you can do it in, indoors. Pick any object in your environment, and then just focus on it, hmm. and then sit there and, and and look at that object, and just pay attention to it until you, you'll start to feel things invading your mind. So as you're, as you're looking at whatever you're looking at, there'll be things that enter your mind. And some, some of the natural things that enter your mind is, is you might have a recurring thought. Right. You might be thinking of something that's important. Another thing might, be, it might, not, be, might not be in words at all. It might just be a recurring feeling hmm. that's keeping you from looking at that object. And there are other things. Maybe you're hungry. Yeah. Uh, there are other things that will be taking your attention away. And as those things start to take your attention away, you are actually learning about, it's kind of like listening to your car's engine. You're learning about how your mind is running and operating. Oh, and, interesting. And pay attention to that. And then, it, it, again, it's just like listening to your car engine. Uh-huh. And, and then you'll start to see what's not working right. And then it's, it's really easy. Just turn it off like a light switch. Pretend it's a light switch. So let's say, let's say that, that it's a recurring thought. Then just turn that light switch off and say you're not going to come back. 
Done. And it will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you turn it off enough times and you keep this exercise going a couple of times a day, even, even, even once a day, but a couple of times is good, then your mind, your brain will get the idea he doesn't want this on anymore. And it'll turn it off for you. Oh, wow. And that's what you want. You, it's, it's, it's just like conditioning. That's what you want. You want to train your brain to turn that off automatically. So you pick these things. So let's say it's a recurring thought. Let's start turning that off like a light switch. Every time it comes up, I turn it off. Every time it comes up, I turn it off. What if it's something important like the kids? And, and, like, and do it. Well, what if it's something, Joseph, that's important you know, the kids, oh, the kids need my attention. The kids need my focus. I'm not a good mom. How do I mean, how do you turn some of these thoughts that seem like they, they, they might keep jumping up? Some of yeah, them are pretty are, big thoughts, aren't they? That's a, that's a great question because some things that recur are important. And the reason they're recurring, they're kind of like little alarms that you set oh, for yourself to yeah. remind yourself. And, but, but now, instead of turning that off completely, that, that's, that's a great question. Instead of turning that off completely, you're going to put a timer on it. And you're going to say, you're going to, you're going to, say to yourself, it's okay to come into my mind, but not until you know an hour and a half from now, oh, I and like then that. I'm going to give, and yeah. then I'm going to give you my full attention. That's it. Maybe so, that's what it is, huh? It's your. It might be that higher consciousness saying, "Let's focus on this sometime." Yeah. And and so you're just saying, "Great, we're going to give it a time and a place to go focus on it." Right now, I'm going to focus on this. Right. So I'll say, you know, at three o'clock, I'll think about how I'm going to deal with my uh, daughter's math homework. I like that. And so I'm not going to think about it now because now I'm going to turn you off. That's neat. I like <laughs> so it. So you turn off the thoughts one at a time, just like a light switch, and you and and you do this every time you do the exercise, and you'll see that they're common thoughts. It, it, it sometimes they're different, but but many times it's the same thoughts that invade you. And if you keep doing it, just like a just like Pavlov, <laughs> you'll train your mind to turn those things off automatically yeah. and then you won't pay attention to it at all. This is this is what what many many people uh, you know who receive uh, who who actually receive attention training for yeah. their job are taught to do. Oh, I love it. A tool, the light switch, <laughs> turning it off. We're going to come back with Dr. Joseph Cardillo in just a minute. He's going to keep teaching us some more tools to help us pay attention, meditation even, gratitude Awesome ideas. We'll be right back with uh, Dr. Joseph Cardillo. This is the Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we're talking mindfulness. We're going to check in with Skyboy really fast. Sky, have you been taking the rundown and checking off what we've been doing? Yes. So you should have it checked off all the way through to the e-block. You just did it. Okay. <laughs> and it's all checked off. This is really exciting, Sky. I don't think I've actually ever had you stay in the show this long. I feel like my, my duties have magnified double fold. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're actually, well, you're doing your job. Yeah. So nothing actually doubled. 
You just are just <laughs> doing your job. Actually, in my job description, it says nothing of rundowns. Well, except for normally you'd have a rundown every time. We just didn't know well, if you were ready for it. And apparently, as we're seeing today... I'm doing a pretty good job. You're doing a great job. Yeah. Uh, let me just point out too, because of the great Dr. Joseph Cardillo, I have. Uh, I also remind. I was. I remembered that I had a tease to do. Yeah, that's the first time you've remembered there was a tease. Yeah. It's amazing how when you're actually in the studio together at the same time, it's a better show. I don't know if it's better for everyone else, but I'm enjoying and seeing the show in a much clearer way because I'm mindful than I normally would when I'm not mindful. Okay, so mindfulness helps the show go better. Well, is that what you were saying? Just that's then? what or, I'm saying. You said something about being in the studio. Together. But we're in the studio, but we're both here, and we're both. Pre- I guess I'm saying being present. We're both I guess. being present. Okay, we're yeah, we're mentally. Anyway, some here of this in the has studio. to do with what Doctor Cardillo has been talking about, which apparently you didn't pick it all up. <laughs> anyway, at least I'm here. Anyway, let's go back to uh, let's. I'm going to go have a real mindful conversation now. Doctor Joseph Cardillo is joining us. He is a best-selling author in the fields of health, mind, body, spirit, and psychology. He's an expert in attention training, which is already helping us in the show today. Creative thinking as well. He's taught more than twenty thousand students in a variety of colleges, universities, and institutes. He's a regular contributor to the Huffington Post and Psychology Today. You can find out all the information you need to at his website, josephcardillo.com. And uh, you can also check out his book there, The Five Seasons, Tap Into Nature's Secrets for Health, Happiness, and Harmony. Dr. Cardillo, welcome back, my friend. Hello. <laughs> really, I'm, I'm much more present than I normally am. Well, that's good. It means you're a great guest. And it also means that, uh, you know, it's good to have Sky here in the studio. Normally, he just sleeps through the show. <laughs> so he's liking you already. So, uh, Dr. Cardillo, what, okay, mindfulness, it's really trying to get to our highest level of consciousness where we're paying attention to our uh, mind. We're paying attention to how we pay attention is yeah. how you said that. Um, I'm assuming, you know, there's got to kind of be a mind-body issue going on here. Does it, like, if I haven't eaten well, if I haven't eaten enough, does that impact my mindfulness? If I haven't slept very well, what if somebody has anxiety and some anxiety disorder? I mean, are there, are there physical issues that get in the way of our mindfulness, or can our mindfulness help us push through those issues? Well, both. Right. Um, our mindfulness can help us push through those issues. 